the future of the San Jose Sharks was on display tonight at the Shark Tank. Yes, we we and I have been there, but we have lots to talk about right now. This is Teal Town After Dark. Good evening, everyone. It is August 19th, 2021. The 2021 prospect scrimmage is over. And one team won by a lot of goals and another team didn't. Welcome to this edition of Teal Town After Dark. This is your live interactive Sharks prospect scrimmage postgame show. So if you want to be part of the show, here's how you want to do it. Chat with us and fellow hockey fans on the page or the app. And, of course, follow us on the social, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Hit that subscribe button. It really does help us out. SoundCloud, Reddit, Discord, and find everything at tealtownusa.com. Pleased to be joined by Mark Eisenberg. How are you, bud? I'm good. How are you tonight? I am uh, ecstatic for the future of this hockey club. Uh, I Obviously... We miss the playoffs back to back years. You really want to have um, some hope, and and I think we saw a lot a lot of it on hand this evening at this prospect scrimmage. Yeah, uh, some talent, some speed, a lot of uh, impressive performances by some of the guys that were expected and some unexpected. Um, I actually just really enjoyed the broadcast in general. I think uh, <laughs> that was a step in the right direction for the Sharks in covering some of their prospects. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I mean, it's been streamed before, but really, definitely had that uh, that uh, profile uh, for sure. And, and to have Rusinowski and Hedekin and, and Nick Nolenberger, who uh, Nick, we love you and congratulations on your engagement. You, you don't need to dress up like an usher. Let's just, let's just put it out there, man. But it's good to see you. good to see everybody back and, and to the chat, everybody. It's great to see you as well. So uh, let's get into it, shall we? I mean. Uh, I know Sharks president Jonathan Becker had some um, autographs to dish out, and and of course a lot of people I think were going to guess William Eklund would be the first goal scorer of this game, but uh, they they weren't uh, disappointed. William Eklund, of course, the 2020 uh, first round pick that everybody's really excited about, uh, you know, beats the goaltender early to make it one nothing, and. Uh, you know, a nice, simple play, but definitely shown, shown some uh, flashes of what he can be down the road. Yeah, that was some uh, slick playing between him and Bordalo. They developed that chemistry per, pretty early on. You could see it um, kind of knowing where each other would be on the ice. And right. Eklund, that just that looked like a pro goal right there. Absolutely. I mean, it's, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> it's just something else to, uh, to see in, uh, you know, Interesting move that he takes that he, he signs uh, his entry level contract and is kind of up in the air as to where he wants to go. Does he want to stay uh, in with Desjardin or does he want to go and play with the Barracuda? Get get that little edge of playing in San Jose, getting ready to just in case to have that that call coming up right away. Yeah, it's uh, going to be an interesting month for him. Um, we'll see what happens at the rookie tournament, which I think he'll be back for. Um, but he's supposed to be going back to Sweden right after this because his team's in preseason right now. Yeah. So 
Um, I think it'll be interesting to see where he plays this year. I, I personally w- would prefer if he played, I think, in Sweden. Um, I really don't want to rush him. Uh, but at the same time, it's exciting to have him in San Jose. So he's probably the most exciting prospect we've had in a long time. Yeah. Uh, I, and like you said, the the combination with Bordalo, it, it, it looked really good special along with co i think that whole first line for team marchment or as they say team teal uh looked really good i mean uh if there is if there is some sort of highlight for team teal it's it's that that those guys look like they are uh, gonna be fun to watch uh at pro training camp and at the rookie tournament in arizona yeah in that first period i really thought that line was gonna carry Team Teal because they just were flying in that first period. Um, it didn't look like anybody could stop them. But then team, I, th- I think t- the white team figured them out a little bit after that because while Eklund and Bordalo still looked very good with their puck possession, they didn't really get as many opportunities um, throughout the rest of the game. Yeah, and, and then all of a sudden, you know, Team Ricci just goes on a uh, <laughs> goes on a run. They score eight straight. Uh, in this game, uh, you know, you had, you know, you had Eklund score the first, but then it was, uh, Kanaizhev had a really oh. solid game. Uh, you know, <laughs> that name. Yes. Not to be confused with Nikolai Kanaizhev, the defenseman, you know, Artemi Kanaizhev, uh, he, he needed a big game and, and he had it, you know, he was only given really a depth role, uh, at the development game a couple years ago and got injured early on in a training camp in 2019-20 so uh you know something good to see there for sure yeah i'm actually extremely high on him um and i think he's going to be one of the prospects that surprises people i know a lot of the focus has been on merkley over the last few years because of where he was taken and kind of his more flashy game but i actually think i always thought it was niazev but based on what they're saying today it's kniazev or kniazev i don't even know how uh i'm kind of confused at this point but his game and how i've been following the last few years i think he projects to being a better nhl player than merkley dan rusinowski if you are watching we do need a pronunciation guide uh (laughs) before the preseason begins we're just saying i mean come on now let's make sure uh you know we uh we get this because we always we always like to get the names right and and boy howdy were there some names out there uh Anibuchi, uh Bianca Patuka for like a lot of if you're a football fan from you know the late 90s early 2000s uh the former running back of the Carolina Panthers if i'm not mistaken uh is the uncle of Bianca Patuka who was playing for the the Sharks this this evening um but to kind of continue on, I, who who really stood out from you? I mean, honestly, yes, the, the score was lopsided, but you know, I, the score necess- isn't necessarily the thing to look at. But more so, who really stood out? Um, actually, going back to Nyajev, I thought he wasn't the flashiest. I think Eklund had some of the flashiest moments um, in the game, but I think he was the most consistent player throughout the game anytime he was on the ice you noticed him he was creating offense he was breaking the puck out and in the offensive zone he was holding the blue line dishing the puck very well and I think he ended up having three or four assists um, and that one goal Um, so I was very impressed with him and another person who I thought was 
kind of subtly very good. Um, Daniil Gushin. Yeah. I didn't. I'm not surprised by this uh, because it just torched the USHL. Um, he was meant to play in the OHL, but their season was obviously canceled. Um, but he looked very good, and I mean that shootout goal. <laughs> oh <laughs> boy, howdy! Yeah, you know that was one I couldn't get to uh, GIF on the Teal Town USA Twitter, but will you, we that that'll be on our Twitter, that'll be on our Instagram feed uh, very soon. That's for darn sure on that one, uh, Daniel Guchin. Um, you know, lots to gush about. Let, let's just put it that way. You know, um, uh, on on the also, you know, on Team Ricci, you know, Ozzy Weisblatt, the first round pick from from twenty twenty. Uh, I thought he looked really, really good early on. He was definitely moving uh, the game around. He was definitely playing with the puck and definitely having a lot of speed to it. That kind of slowed down a little bit, but. You know, Weisblatt, you know, looked promising as well. Yeah, you could see um, he's got a different level of speed compared to a lot of the other guys on the ice. And I think this was the first time you really got to see our Sharks fans, unless you were following him um, in juniors or in the few games he played in the AHL. You really got to see the tools that he has. And he's kind of as advertised. Speedy player. He's got some hands. And um, he was one of the forwards that stood out to me in terms of always kind of noticing him on the ice. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, he, he looked really good. He didn't end up getting a goal, but I thought he looked really sharp throughout the game tonight uh, f- for sure. Uh, another one, Adam Raska. I, and I, and mm-hmm. I, I see N. Hernandez asking, you know, the broadcast didn't have three stars of the game, but come on, Buckeye, who were the three stars? I say Raska, number one. I, you definitely have to put him up there, uh, right there. I mean, you also go with, uh, you know, Kanaishev or or Eklund. You know, I'm kind of biased by that. But, you know, mm-hmm. th- those those three looked, looked pretty solid there. Um, you know, Zach Gallant had some nice passing plays. Linus Obert looked pretty good. I mean, I, I yes, this is a, a what they call a reset. This is not a rebuild per se, but the amount of time that the Sharks got this amount of prospects that looked pretty decent, and granted they're going up against the likes of Zachary Iman, you know, uh, Melnishuk, uh, the likes of them, Goodrow, I mean, looked not too bad. I mean, are they ready for the NHL? Probably not, but I mean, they looked pretty solid. Yeah. Um, and two points on that. Uh, Raska, he, I think he's going to absolutely be an NHL player. Um, I don't know if he has quite the ceiling of a top six forward. In fact, I think he's probably going to be limited to a third or a fourth line role, but he just screams a player who's going to play his heart out and get right. to the level just because he's always in the right place. Um, and this past season, he his offense got a big boost in the QMJHL. He was definitely noticeable in the World Junior Championships. He's a guy who I think needs to clean his game up a little bit. And you saw it, he got um, that kneeing play. But he's a guy who kind of always plays on the edge and on the line and helped to clean that up a little bit. But he yeah. screams NHL player to me. And... On that other point you made, like this is the first year in a while where you're watching the Sharks prospects, and it's not just one or two names that you're looking for. Right. Like, I, I had a whole list of about 15 guys who I wanted to see today because we have that many players to be <laughs> fairly excited about. 
I mean, that's that's the thing. And that's kind of the fun thing about a reset or rebuild or whatever you want to call it is that there's going to be guys that are going to that you're really looking at seeing what they can do and how they could be in for into the lineup. You know, you had Arabic going Oyinobuchi had a goal and then a fight. McGrew, who's been through so much. McHugh, Young. I mean, we used to have a staff writer from North Dakota who just gushed about Jasper Weatherby. He got in on the scoring tonight. Spitzerov. Um, you know, there, there's a lot of there's a lot of potential in these guys, and I can hope like heck that they try to get these guys developed into, you know, well played NHLers. I'm not going to hold out hold my hope out for a superstar except for maybe Eklund, Weisblatt and Bordalo. Uh but you know, the, for all of those there there are some that are a little frustrating at times and I think one of the ones that I think kind of was really you know, not to pick on the guy, but really tr- really struggling out there tonight I thought was Ryan Merkley. Mm-hmm. I look yeah, really, it, really uh, like spotlight on you, bud. Yeah, the thing about him is just the the things that you like are the things you already know you're going to like. Right. He has a few plays where he's slick with the puck. He makes a few nice passes, shows some vision. But the problem with him is, you know, this is I think his third year in a development camp now. This is his. Yeah, he's not no longer the youngest guy there. He even was saying in his interview, he's one of the more veteran players at this camp in terms of with the franchise. And you'd hope at this point, a former first round pick who has flashed so much offense would take over a game like this and dominate. Right. And he had a few rushes that looked really impressive and some nice plays. And I thought he actually had a pretty good first period, but then he just disappeared. And that's just one of the things he's known for is disappearing, making defensive mistakes. And it's like he went from being, I think, our top prospect to probably barely in the top five at this point. Um, it's just, it's been a downward trend for him. And, and that's the concern because there was so much potential for, for Merkley. I mean, yes, that pick was high risk, high reward. Um, but, you know, something's got to give in yeah. in this point. Uh, John, John, thank you so much with the Super Chat donation. Of course, Super Chat donations go back to help support our show. Uh, help cover costs and such so that way nobody's missing out on uh you know ramen noodle soup or or hot pockets uh you know they they go help you know offset the costs that we uh we pay out here but uh he's got to go to bed but i appreciate steel town usa john john we appreciate you and to the 53 of you watching thank you so much for joining us tonight uh i mean it is a prospect scrimmage uh we miss hockey, and we know there's a lot of a lot of rough stuff going on outside um, sports. So we appreciate to kind of distract things for a little bit. Uh, but but overall, you know, what's the uh, you know what's what's could you put a player on player or two on the NHL squad right now? And if so, who would you put? Um, I think. Eklund is very NHL ready, but I wouldn't put him there. So to be clear, (laughs) Um, I actually do think uh, Artemi Nyajev is very close. Um, I think he needs some time possibly in the AHL, but I think his talent and his game is going to heavily translate over. Um, 
there's a there's a prospect who unfortunately couldn't even have been there um, due to some travel issues. Um, Hataka, Santeri Hataka, he didn't play tonight, um, or and he wasn't part of this camp. But I think he's actually probably one of the most NHL ready of our prospects. And that's actually something to look forward to with the Sharks rookie tournament coming up. Right. He'll be there. I believe Tristan Robbins, who also could, wasn't um, here this week, will be there. And um, possibly Chakovich as well. But um, from the group today, I think everyone still probably needs another year or two. Um, but Eklund would probably be my top choice as being close <laughs> to NHL ready, simply because of the skills, you know. I mean, would you put Raska out there just because of his two-way play? I think so. Um, I think ultimately he probably would be better served with some AHL time. Um, but his because of the bottom of the lineup is where I think he's going to slot in, he could be close to NHL ready in that regard. Um, so he's another name to look out for as well. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, goaltending wise, I mean, it was a, it, overall a 10 4 game. Um, I. Anybody stick out besides Zachary Mons' beautiful Brian Hayward esque helmet? That's Chris. That mask. Man. <laughs> uh. I want him in the NHL just because <laughs> of that mask. I want to watch that mask every single night. Um, I think uh, Gaudreau looked solid in his period. He didn't give up any goals. He didn't really face a ton of shots, but right. he looked um, very well positioned and he, um, I think, moved pretty well there. I liked Melnichuk in the first period. He faced a lot of shots made some good saves, um, ultimately gave up the goal. But um, I would have said Melnichuk, Gaudreau, and um, actually probably then Amond, I'd say the third best. Krona really struggled in yeah. his period. I mean, he was kind of left out to dry, but he struggled a lot. Some of those goals were a little iffy. Yeah, no, uh, I mean, that was a rough rough spot. And, and uh, that second period for, for Team Marchment was... Uh, more rough than Darren Ruff of the Giants. That was yikes. <laughs> yikes, man. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, you know, let's get to come, some of the comments in the chat here. Deuces, Shoeless. Sorry, Mr. Scrimmage, uh, our, my friend, but, uh, Dark Horses Co. had a decent, decent night with, uh, with, uh, Bordalo in Eklund. Uh, Gushin, we were talking about, if you, you gotta see his shootout goal, there uh and then hamaliuk i didn't see too much of hamaliuk in this one for sure but uh uh they're looking good bring doogie back yes sharks prospect scrimmage legend sean doogie uh, i think is like five six you know um on skates on, <laughs> yeah exactly on skates uh you know and, and sharks last already pitching for funds to go get a ring like for kevin kevin I gotta find the link for you for for a ring light. Yes, you, you definitely do need it for uh, for the shows. Uh, we'll we'll get that out there for sure. Um, you know, Drew asking Raska would be perfect for our fourth line. Uh, of course, we talked about you know how sweet Iman's helmet was. Um, you know, so you know, uh, Kevin saying Helioke disappointed yet again. Yeah. Uh, you know, Haleyuk, there was him, there was Merkley, Iman we we mentioned as well. Um you know, and, and then we had that fight between Macaulay Carson and Montana Aniabuchi. Um you know, Carl Carson takes a takes an elbow at White. Uh Montana Aniabuchi says let's go and oh my goodness, yikes. Uh you know, 
shark on shark violence is never fun when it's out out of the water but uh th- this one looks a little scary <laughs> yeah that was a messy fight he was cut up pretty good under the eye there um but i like to see that you know is the pl- i thought it was a high hit going in so um Anya Wabuchi, that's how it's pronounced, right? Uh, he came in there, and you kind of had to in that moment. So uh, that was a, it was a pretty good fight. They both landed some hits. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yikes. <laughs> but the funny thing is, is that, you know, they give each other a high five and hug after that. I was like, wow. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, uh, Denver Doyle actually asking you, um, do you think the smart strategy for the Sharks is to have Eklund wait a year? Yeah. Definitely. I think, um, like I said a little bit earlier, I think he's got the talent to play in the NHL, but um, I'd be afraid of someone like Dustin Brown <laughs> taking him out. And I think he'd, it, it would be nice to see him for another year, I think, in Sweden to compare and see his development. Um, he already had one of the best seasons ever of a draft-eligible player, and it would be good to see now what he does in his draft plus one year. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, Deuce is asking, you know, be real, what players didn't belong in the camp? let alone on the, those rosters, who are the bus? Hard to say. Yeah. I mean, it's really hard to say. Um, I mean, I, I was more, I think, surprised by players than I was disappointed by players. Um, like Spitzerov, he impressed me. I didn't really expect much out of him. Um, some of the invites I thought looked pretty good. Um, Chichek, I think his name is pronounced, looked really good in the first period. Then he kind of disappeared. Um, and I liked Biaka Batuka. Um, and he's a big, he's a big defenseman. I wouldn't mind the Sharks. Um, I'm not sure if they can sign him, but either him or Chichek, I wouldn't mind if the Sharks signed them to a contract. Definitely. I, I hey, you know, wh- whatever it takes. I mean, the Sharks are on the cusp of hitting that 50 uh, contract limit, so we'll see if there's something that happens down the road uh, for this team. But yeah, they they believe they're at 49 contracts, if not at 50. So something will have to be done down the road here, uh, and this is a thing, Mark. I mean, usually we just we we have this this you know prospect camp, development camp, and then the prospects scrimmage, and then we'll, you know we take a month or two off. We get captain's ice down the road, but not this time around, my friend. Well, we we probably have like a couple of weeks before the guys are already. Uh, hitting the ice for captain's ice and then we're 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 hitting up for the uh rookie tournament and then training camp gets right underway so yeah they were saying actually during the broadcast that this uh is a long summer and i know what they meant in terms of the sharks not making the playoffs obviously but uh this has actually been one of the more exciting summers i'd say in hockey recent history because of all the moves the shortened um time frame because of last season um dragging on due to covid so um the draft free agency it's all been pretty exciting and then this kind of came out of nowhere really quick and they had the broadcast so <laughs> even as sharks fans i think it's been a pretty exciting summer for sure and it and it's going to be continuing on this is just the start folks you know enjoy this little dip you got a couple two three weeks to relax for a little bit and then get ready <laughs> we'll be uh going full throttle with the coverage here on Teal Town USA. So if you haven't already, folks, go ahead, hit that subscribe button, you know, hit that thumbs up. It really helps us out in the algorithm. And, of course, hit that notification bell that notifies you when we do go live uh, after each game. 
So we'll appreciate each every one of you doing that. So uh, <laughs> anyway, I can get Puckeye to say Vancouver in that funny voice. Uh, I, I'm kind of restricted by that now. Um, I'm I'm sure if there is some sort of a donation, I guess we can we can do that. But uh, smash that like button for sure. But if you, in case you missed anything, you want to watch this again, check us out on tealtownusa.com or your favorite podcatcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, SoundCloud, Spotify, TuneIn, iHeartRadio. Of course, this will be up later this evening at tealtownusa.com. So with that, just uh, your final thoughts, Mark, on, on this on this night. Uh, what you've seen, what you... Who's your ups? Who's your downs? Overall, what you think? Um, it was a very exciting night. I think there's a handful, if not ten, prospects to be excited about after how they performed tonight. Um, for those of you who read my top 15 prospects last year, I'll be putting that together again soon, and that'll be coming out probably next month. So look forward to that. Um, and it'll heavily show what we saw tonight in form of performances. Um, based on the rankings and, and overall with them with the development on this team it's definitely changed over the last couple of years but uh how excited are you i prospects and development's always been my favorite part of hockey so <laughs> right? i am very excited to be following the sharks now despite the uh recent embarrass embarrassing product on the nhl rink <laughs> uh, yeah boy and it's been a crazy summer indeed for that so Mm-hmm. All right. With that, we'll get out of here. Uh, pl- plenty of stuff coming up uh, down the road. Uh, we'll get a l- sneak peek at the Barracuda. Wait, did somebody request the Barracuda? Ooh, Barracuda! There you go. You, you wanted that along with Vancouver. So you're all set to go with that. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just trying to please the crowd, folks. So thank you so much. We appreciate each and every one with you. And until next time, keep it real. Keep it teal. Keep it real teal. Have a great night, everyone. We will see you down the road. Take care.